0: Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the One Shot Movement podcast, where we dive deep into the stories of entrepreneurs, business people, anyone that's out there making it happen. And today, we have a very special guest. His name is Jamie McIntyre, who has been an educator, entrepreneur, business person. He's had a go at politics. He's someone that what I'd call is challenges the establishment, stands up for the people. He's uh, been a very big voice in uh, this current 2020. Uh, uncertain times and he's listed a number of million dollar challenges to um, back up his statements towards many aspects of the current situation. So this uh, episode is quite interesting and quite insightful. So sit back and enjoy this week's episode of the One Shop Movement podcast. Okay, everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the One Shot Movement podcast, where we dive deep into the stories of entrepreneurs, business people, anyone that's out there making it happen, and today we are with Jamie McIntyre, who I would describe as an extremely high-level entrepreneur, business person, educator, visionary, he's certainly been on an amazing journey of success. He's been a huge voice in challenging what I would call the establishment. He's had a go at politics. He's challenged the way we do education and his new project, and he'll share a bit about that. Um, we'll ask questions specifically about that in the interview, but he's just about to expand and launch um, at a higher level his Australian National Review Media business. So welcome to the show, Jamie. Thanks,
1: uh, Craig. It's, a, it's always a pleasure.
0: Cool. And I always want to invite each guest to come and fill out the story. I don't really often do it justice on the interview, but just provide a bit more context before we get into some of the questions. So um, I'd love to hear a bit more about your story and background to where you are today.
1: Yeah, sure, Craig. I mean, I grew up on a farm in northern New South Wales, a town called Glen Ennis between Sydney and Brisbane, for those uh, who might know where that is. Uh, went off to school like most of us. We were taught... Uh, go to school, get really good grades, or get us a really good job, and and one day we'll live happily ever after. I mean, that was the formula for success that I was taught, um, like most of us, and and we found out in the 21st century that's not necessarily the case. So um, I was one of those students at school that uh, asked some questions such as, how's this trigonometry and algebra going to help us get where we want to go in life? And some may relate to that. Um, And also remember at university asking my mother why is there no university that teaches how to be successful in life? So I was quite one of the, early, you know, the young age frustrated with our education systems, um, which ironically led to my career. I mean, I had become an entrepreneur at a young age. I you know, went to uni for a year, dropped out of college, studying accounting. And I was counting pretty much every word I was le- learning from the, the lecturers because I knew how much each word was costing me. Uni was very expensive. And uh, but about eight years later, after I built, I found a millionaire mentor in Sydney, um, learned about uh, how to build businesses, how to start a business, how to grow a business, how to invest in real estate, stock market, all these things that I wish I'd been taught at school, like real life practical skill sets that we actually need in the real world. Um, so that led me to after becoming successful, writing a book called What I Didn't Learn at School But Wish I Had, which went on to become a bestseller. This was back in 2000 now. And, uh, and that led to a speaking career where I become, you know, educator and educating to simple, common sense, strategic, intelligent uh, skill sets that I'd learned from my millionaire mentor that I wish I'd learned at school. And, and uh, when I wrote that book, it, it resonated with so many people around the world because I was like, yeah, this is true. Why weren't we taught these things? And, and I guess what I'd highlight was that our education systems were designed in the 19th century and we're going to, a 20, going to the 21st century. now simply hopelessly behind Outdated, or may perhaps never ever designed to teach us to be uh, achieve our full human potential and critically think and and uh, progress to the level that we could. Um, so then I went on after building businesses in two thousand and thirteen. Craig, um, I, I was didn't want to really get into politics. I thought maybe when I was older I'd consider politics, but. I've always been interested in political change like many people and, and making our country a better country and making the world a better place so I, I founded a movement 21st century Australia which was designed to bring our, out once again our 19th century political systems into the 21st century because I felt that our political systems were breaking they were no longer working to you know, people most people were disenfranchised with both major political parties and the system was effectively rigged that they're both major political parties, whether it's Democrats, Republicans in America or, you know, Labor, Liberal in Australia and other countries. It pretty much guarantee one of them are going to be in power. So all we, a all system has to be is those two parties controlled and we have a broken political system. Um, you know, so and that's what's what's happened. So I tried to change that by launching a political party. But, you know, changing the system from within the system is not always the smartest way to do it, especially as an entrepreneur. I realised at the time we also needed independent media, Craig, so I launched an uh, Australian National Review, which I founded back then, not-for-profit news site, because I realised unless we had independent media, the mainstream media is pred- predominantly propaganda for globalists, uh, those very elite, wealthy people on the planet that seek to influence, seek to, I guess you could say, conspire to shape world events to their advantage at the disadvantage of the, of the rest of us. And I realized that those are two things that needed to occur. So that's what now, but obviously, when you hear the conspiracy theories of the deep state and those that are perhaps conspiring um, not for the greater good, you don't take it seriously till you see that start to happen in your life. So once I spoke out too much and launched the political party, and started to get a lot of traction uh, and a new site which started to expose some government corruption, Craig. I've become heavily targeted by uh, left wing mainstream media, a company called Fairfax in Australia. They're planted fake stories. They really went out to character assassinate me. Um, and I mean, their expertise is telling lies. I mean, the, the, the last time the media told the truth, Craig, we weren't born. Um, so they're very skilled at that. But I didn't realize the collusion, how they work with certain pol- politicians and certain government agencies to really target people they don't want because even if my party got 1% of the vote, it was enough to swing and ensure a certain major party would never be reelected, which was part of my agenda. Um, So I was tied up in legal battles for years, uh, character assassinated and, uh, you know, cost me tens of millions of dollars. But from that, I realized that, you know, the world is far more corrupt than perhaps we realize. And uh, there's a lot of dangers out there that if we don't address, collectively as human beings and we're going to face in the future um, so some, some major challenges and this was i was saying this back seven years ago i also was exposed by being the founder of australian national review craig uh, i was sent a lot of information you perhaps normally wouldn't get access to and as a result some brave doctors and scientists were sending in a lot of information at the time i was a pro-vaxxer mainly because i you know mo- most of us I just assume what the government was telling us about vaccines and what the media was telling us about vaccines, of course, must be true it was to perhaps foolish, naive, too trusting and never done my own research and just assume that vaccines with this great medical breakthrough. Uh, we're all being, you know, I guess, conditioned to believe and 100% safe and effective. Uh, but there was these continued doctors and scientists that were speaking out and trying to get ANR to run articles to expose what they were claiming was a major fraud going on in the vaccine industry by the top four drug manufacturers, they were saying effectively a medical cartel. They had complete control over the industry and over control over most politicians around the world and they're in bed with Bill Gates, et cetera. And if something's not done about this, then they're going to... Um, cause major problems and the world's going to regret not addressing them now. Now, this is back six years ago. Um, So I did a lot of research for years into the fraud of the vaccines and and, and wrote a book with the help of brave doctors and scientists called The Great Vaccine Con, which of course doesn't make you too many friends when you're exposing an entire industry that is of that size. Um, So that led to me having some insight into 2020 Uh, Because I'd warned people for years, including in that book, they're going to bring out mandatory vaccinations and they don't want to get 100 billion in sales industry, so to be 169 million in sales in 1986 when they got passed through Congress in the US against President Reagan's wishes that they could kill you and your children or your parents with vaccines and you couldn't do anything about them, you couldn't sue them, they couldn't be criminally charged. Uh, and that industry took off then by 2002 it was up to $5 billion, and by 2019 up to $59 billion in annual sales. Va- uh, drug companies had realized their drug patents are running out. They needed the new gravy train and vaccines have become the new gravy train. That's why if you're wondering why your kids get so many more vaccines today than we did in the 70s and 80s and more growing up ever since late 90s in the last 20-odd years, the amount of vaccines that are being pushed onto the population has been massive because also the amount of sales has gone up because that's how they generate sales fear campaigns. So this led me to having greater insight into 2020 to call bullshit on the COVID and the coronavirus. And it's a scam, it's a swindle, it's a hoax. It's a falsified pandemic. Doesn't mean people aren't dying, but dying of what exactly, you know? Uh, and there was a little trick there. Bill Gates and Fauci. Ironically, the same two people that are involved in this would cut their teeth on the AIDS scam. Didn't mean AIDS didn't kill some people, but what they did is that to keep the graph going up to make it look like a global pandemic and everyone's going to die and create massive fear and hysteria to sell, to rape and pillage taxpayers' money, etc. Is they just kept adding more and more definitions of what you could die from and count as AIDS, kind of like coronavirus. Is it? Find someone that's died, not died of coronavirus that's died in 2020 that hasn't been listed as coronavirus. Pretty much all they've done is anyone that's died, they list them as coronavirus. That's how they get the graph to go up like this. When in reality, the facts have come out, and we'll talk about that today if you want, that's only a fraction of those people actually died of COVID, and then what is COVID. So that led us to today having great insights on A&R, Australian National View, we call bullshit early on the COVID and I did personally as well, but mainly because we knew a little bit about history and the, the fraud that was going on in this industry, and there was pre-warnings that this was going to happen.
0: Mm, very good, a uh, well-presented story there. And, you know, I'm a very similar nature. I, I did go to university, but I fired my boss 21, like one year in, so I didn't want to trade time for money, bought a business, got a mentor. He taught me about leverage and investing. And, and in 2008, I started l- looking at documentaries like Food Inc. and learning that how food was produced from farm to fridges in big, you know, those department stores. And that opened the Pandora's box, let's say, to explore. I've spoke to many Nobel Prize winning doctors and sat at tables with them about, you know, uh, I guess big pharma and and co and the banks and the, the establishment in general, including the media. So can totally relate, but it's quite fascinating that so many people don't look below the surface. And I recently interviewed a guy that was all around mind control and how the TV can actually trick your mind into believing um, what they say, which was like a fascinating uh, podcast interview that I just did. But one of the key things that I've seen you do along this journey with absolute conviction, let's talk about 2020 right now you've listed to back your statements up with multiple million dollar challenges so do you want to just go into how you've seen 2020 unfold and line them up with a million dollar challenges to you know just to really validate your position here
1: yeah Craig it's true because what I have um, found is that a lot of people talk bullshit and don't have conviction in what they're saying so what you want to test with people is um, test their actual conviction. What conviction does a news presenter that's paid to read a script, the same script is pushed out to all the media around the world, and people say, how can the media be easily controlled? It's easy. You just control the wholesale media outlets, AAP, et cetera, the ones that produce the news. So most TV networks and newspapers around the world, they get, we know we used to sign up to it until we dumped them. Uh, it's the same. The news are sent out around the world from these wholesalers. This is what the news is for the, today. And then they just read a script. So all you have to do is control the narrative, control the agenda, is start control that those news media. Um, wholesalers, I guess you could say, uh, which is controlled. I mean, the media is controlled despite tens of thousands of TV stations. There's six major media companies in the world. And five of those, six are all extreme left-wing. There's only one that Covers for conservative side of politics, um, so I called bullshit on the COVID earlier, and I said I'll put up a million-dollar challenge um, to for any uh, Australian politician or Australian media uh, representative to prove to me in Australia that the COVID deaths aren't inflated. Independently show independent proof. Here's a million dollars if anyone can show independent proof that they're not inflated. Now, of course, my I'm not a gambler, I'm not a betting person, but I knew because I knew the COVID deaths were inflated. How did I know this? Well, anyone could have knew this if you had done your basic research. Early days, National Health Institute in Italy come out, uh, Craig, and highlighted that only 11% of the early assessment they did of all the people dying in Italy. Remember, Italy is what freaked out the world. China started in China, but we didn't trust China, right? We thought they might, were probably understating their deaths. But when it came to a Western country such as Italy and they had all these deaths, people freaked. They people were really dying. So they they got. that's when the emergency lockdowns come into play, right, in March, early, mid-March. So they really scammed the world then because they scammed the figures out of Italy. Uh, now, it turned out in the early assessment only 11% according to the National Health Institute actually died of COVID. Now, that has been reassessed since, and guess what? It's down to 1.2%. That, you know what I'm saying, so that actually died of COVID. The other people that died had 2, 3 plus comorbidities are already dying and it's not uncommon in, in flu season for uh, a lot of elderly people to be a spike in elderly deaths in, in Italy and a poor health system, etc. But also, what, if you want to look into it further, doctors were warning last October, November in Italy after the new 4-in-1 flu vaccine was given to elderly. I mean, why would you give a flu vaccine to elderly Uh, when the flu vaccine US defense studies highlighted that increases susceptibility to coronavirus by 36%. Uh, The British Medical Journal highlights this too, you go and read it today and read it now, all these studies that the flu vaccine increases respiratory and coronavirus um, susceptibility. It's almost like, well, and it doesn't, and they had to admit it doesn't protect you against the coronavirus. So you've got to question these things. So I put up a million dollars and of course there were no takers because what I did four years ago, um, myself, I put up a million dollars to challenge the vaccine industry and say that vaccines aren't safe or effective. If anyone can show me independent proof they are, I'll give you a million dollars. Robert Kennedy Jr., who's someone I look up to greatly, um, that's JFK's nephew, um, is, is an advocate for helping people that have been vaccine injured as well. He put up 100,000. Robert De Niro, um, the actor who has an autistic son, who also believes vaccines cause his son to have autism, put up 100,000. So I wasn't the only one that's calling bullshit out on this industry um, because too many people just want to, you know, talk nonsense, but they have no conviction. So I say, put your money where your mouth is or, or put up or shut up. You might have heard that expression. And I think that's what we need to do more in the world. We are dealing with professional propagandists that lie industry spokesmen. it's called industry propaganda, and COVID is a a propaganda swine scam, swindle, falsified pandemic. Now, people don't believe that. You don't have to believe me, but there's thousands of doctors speaking up, saying the same thing. There's thousands and thousands of lawyers saying preparing uh, crimes against humanity court, high court actions against the likes of George Soros, the BNR. Bill Gates and others that are behind this. Now, Bill Gates runs the World Health Organization. If you don't know that, you don't pay $400 million a year not to be valuable to get your way. He's the largest private donor and largest donor by any country of the World Health Organization. The president of WHO has also been on his payroll for a very long time. So there's no dispute there. He runs WHO and Fauci and Gates have been working with vaccine agenda since they discovered how to lie with statistics, one of Gates' favorite books in the AIDS scam. So these people are what you call chronic capitalists. They make their money by ripping off Same of the Clintons, Obamas, all these corrupt politicians on a certain side of politics, by the way, um, not saying that they have the monopoly over corruption though in, po- in politics, but particularly. So they're able to um, milk taxpayers' money. So why people are scratching their head at home going is you know, something doesn't add up with COVID, just, you know, they told us in the beginning everyone was gonna die, but now it just, you know, just the stats coming out, it's just not the case. Um, so there's something not right, even intuitive people know. No, people are no longer scared of dying of COVID, you agree? They're, they're scared of the damages that the lockdowns, oppressive lockdowns and economic suicide, our government's committed. Once again, over falsified modeling, Craig, Neil Ferguson of the Imperial College in London did a modeling, which he's, he's hopeless at, but guess who funded that modeling? Bill Gates. Once again, Bill Gates will pop up behind everything once you do some detailed research. Um, Bill Gates is committing crimes against humanity and the guy needs to go to jail. Um, so the point being, he, he, they delivered deli- deliberate falsified modeling, which was used to lock down all the governments around the world, including Australia, They'd said 160,000 Australians were going to die, you know, um, by another modeling think tank in Australia, which, once again, guess who was behind the funding? Bill Gates. Guess who's behind? Guess who the Victorian, who the most oppressive lockdowns, of Victorian health minister used to work for? A Bill Gates funded institute still does receive funding from Bill Gates. It never once has he disclosed his conflict of interest with Bill Gates. Um, guess which countries didn't take a $10 million bribe. All of them did to get, to push through mandatory vaccination laws. $10 million bribe by Bill Gates. Australia took that bribe as well this year, recently. Um, so every all roads lead to Rome, they say. All roads lead to Bill Gates when it comes to the vaccine con. Um, but he has other cohorts with it. Who is in bed with China? Um And uh, why? Because the oppressive totalitarian agenda that they have this one world centralized government, um, which who now is, who is running the world? Do you not realize that? And uh, so I put up this challenge to challenge people because most people, Craig, aren't aware that in 2010, the European Parliament passed a motion saying that the vaccine, the drug makers, vaccine makers, had dangerous levels of influence over, guess who? The World Health Organization. And they tried to hype a normal flu strain out of South America in 2010 into a global pandemic. And they got caught out and didn't get away with it. So what people don't realise, so they, of course, are going to try the scam again. They plan to try it in 2020. They had the definitions of what a de- pandemic is changed after 2010 to make it easy when they tried the scam again to get away with it. Because what's interesting, Craig, once it's deemed a pandemic by who? Pre existing contracts are in place with all world governments, members of who, with the drug companies, the vaccine makers, that they must hand over tens of billions of dollars of their um, health budgets for medical supplies, vaccines, research, grants, blah, 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 all to these drug companies. Uh, it's a swindle. So, why people at home trying to figure out is something I write about COVID? We've already been conned. It's a money-making scam that has made Bill Gates and co. tens and tens of billions of dollars. And guess what? how much more Bill Gates wants? Recently, in the last few months, he's asked on behalf of who, guess who, they want $301 billion more collected off the world governments to fight the coronavirus. I mean, it's an absolute fraud. That's about $301 billion. Bill Gates has reportedly made tens of millions of dollars already, billions, not millions, billions of dollars from vaccines. He was caught boasting on TV, which you can go and research, of making 20 to 1 returns on his vaccine investments. Um, just before this pandemic came out, he even tweeted about how well his vaccine investments are doing. And, and, and he, ironically, he predicted a, 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 a coronavirus pandemic and they run simulation event 20, 201. you probably heard of this. it ran late last year, simulation of a coronavirus pandemic and what it would do to the world. This is not a real pandemic by the original definitions of a pandemic. It's a falsified pandemic. That's why they had to trade a thing called cases. Never in the history of mankind, can you be sick, you count people that aren't sick as sick. See, there's not enough people getting sick from this flu because it's all it is is a flu. Well, it's just a typical flu, right? Unless of course it's made in a lab when then it's been a lab adjusted flu and then they know, they know which in, in, you know, to find out who paid for that funding. So the point being, is that this uh, is basically a falsified pandemic, and that's how they do it, and why they do it. And that's not the only reason they do it. They're in bed with China and the Democrats, and it's a one-world global agenda. Um, globalists in bed with communists um, to put change the way that the world is, where we have to have oppressive lockdowns. So, get their plan is you'll have continued lockdowns of some sort, just like and Victoria, Melbourne was selected as a chosen city as one of the cities in the world, part of the city, Strong Cities Network and Resilient Cities, which is the Rockefeller Institute, uh, which they create privatized police forces as happening in America, in Melbourne. So they can operate within the existing police force. It's basically a one world takeover. Uh, because once you have a ding, the pandemic, guess whose laws we're following? Not Australian laws, not federal laws. Uh, Gates is smart, change all the laws, give emergency health powers to so who. So he, he's running who? So who's running Victoria is who? They're under emergency health powers, Queensland, et cetera. So they can override, they can enter our house without a warrant. They can arrest you. They can just on suspicion that you might follow orders. Did you see the ominous bill passing in Victoria? I mean, uh, the new Defence Act they're passing where foreign armies can come into our country under an act of emergency. It's a complete global takeover of national sovereignty uh, all under the guise of a Trojan horse. Now, the Trojan horse is, great. guess what? We know what the Trojan horse is. It's a coronavirus um, where the testing is falsified. Test kits don't work. And uh, you'll see and, and if you want the second and third ways of coronavirus to occur, all you have to do is test more and more people. You'll get more and more false positives. You're not going to die of the coronavirus. Uh, unless, of course, Craig, you already got terminal cancer. Um, you suffer three heart attacks and someone shoots you and you get run over by a Melbourne tram. Then you'll be listed as dying of COVID-19. Make sense?
0: Yes. Yeah, it does. And, look, I mean, there's so, like I, I say, you know, this there's so many different layers, like you've sort of touched on a few there. There's a vaccine agenda, there's a globalist one world government agenda, but there's a few sort of quite obvious things that are you don't need to even look too far now to find the evidence of you know to to work this story out like the original testing to identify the virus and and the PCR test that uh, the even the inventor of that says. So do you want to just talk about a few other elements to this story like you know the pullback of not 800 deaths in Australia now. It's only 80 or whatever it is. Like, um, do you want to touch on a few more parts of that?
1: Yeah, I guess for people that want to figure out the fraud, is it a fraud? You know, just touching on that, why human, why people fall for scams? First of all, is they're taught at school to obey, to obey authority and to perform and to get good grades because that's how we're socially conditioned and indoctrinated. Is that you have to submit. You don't submit the creative answer. You submit the answer the teacher wants. You soon figure that out. Okay. You want to do well at uni. You, you don't, you submit what they want. You're bay. You basically become a beggar, right? Beggar. Please give me a job one day. You become a slave to the fucking system. It's a joke, right? Because when they created the, the school system, the industrialization age, they wanted factory workers. That's what it was designed for. They weren't fucking robots, slaves that would follow orders, not people that think for themselves. That's why we never taught critical thinking at school. We're not taught to ask questions ask a question like how the hell is this trigonometry algebra going to help me get what i want in my life teacher sent to the back of the class right it's not good if you want to go places the same with journalism they learn to submit the article that will get printed so editor editors around the world don't even have to create much control they just they'll soon be able to condition the journalists if you want to be printed write this article and then they'll still edit and change the headline to not to be truthful we've got a lot of um hosts and ex-geno is wanting to come work for Australian National Review now because we're launching this global TV network because they have ethics. They just refuse to work for mainstream media anymore because they realise they went into that industry, like many people went into industries industries to do the right thing in the world and realise their industries are inherently corrupt. How many doctors now have found out for, for the first time that their medical industry is so corrupt that they can try and pull off a fucking scam like COVID? Um, it's just ludicrous. So what people want to do, they want to do the research. It's very hard because the most educated people at uni, because they bought the lie, if you went to uni finished a degree or have multiple degrees, you're more likely to be manipulated and less likely to actually see the bullshit and figure this out, ironically, because it we was sold a lie that academia equals intelligence. It's a lie. Having degrees on the world, most, too many people have more degrees uh, um, than brains because PhD in theory is of no value. In life, we need a PhD in results. We need the ability to critically think. We need to be creative, solve problems, ask questions, and see fucking bullshit when there's bullshit. If you don't have those basic skill sets, then you're living in Dalala la land. So a lot of people, um, and this is how the media and politicians are able to get away with such large-scale frauds. Um, even Hitler's um PR guy always said, if you're gonna tell a lie, tell a really big one because people suspect little lies, right? We all tell little white lies, they don't suspect the big one. So COVID is a very big one, right? And some people just can't believe, oh, no way they would do that. This is how they get people to fall for it. Just like they got people to fall for climate change. Oh, yeah, but humans are damaging the environment. So people go, yeah, humans damage the environment, therefore climate change theory, global warming theory must be true. See how the brain works? Instead of going, yes, humans are damaging the environment, but doesn't necessarily mean this global warming theory they're trying to push to, to create a one-world tax part of the one-world government, because you can't have one more government without a one more tax. That was the idea of that. that uh, same people behind the global warming scam are the same people behind the coronavirus scam. Same people behind Black Lives Matter scam. Do you see the pattern of this? So people, If people don't realise they're scams, they're just going along, yeah, black lives do matter do you know what i'm saying that's i think yeah so what about white lives matter what about all lives matter what about the kids lives matter you know so so what happens is people go oh yeah but people are dying therefore COVID must be true make sense so they make a wrong assumption instead of going no i better just check out yes people are dying but an intelligent person real intelligent go but people die all the time people died last year etc so let's see if we can find out whether this is a fraud one If you really want to know whether it's a fraud, you go, has there been a spike in human deaths? If it's a true pandemic, global pandemic, all these people are dying. Surely there'd be a spike in human deaths around the world. Okay, let's go check out the facts. Has there been a spike in human deaths? You would know, Craig, their answer is no. There actually hasn't been a spike in human deaths. They'd be going, wow, it's not not a Spanish flu then, is it? It's not a real pandemic. No spike in human deaths, hard to justify a pandemic. So that's that's the first thing. Two. What are the symptoms? If, if this is a really bad pandemic, you'd know what the symptoms are because people would be getting sick. You'd notice they're sick. You'd know someone that is sick. Know anyone with COVID?
0: Hmm, no. Met
1: anyone with COVID?
0: No, never physically met anyone.
1: No. So I'm not saying no one has COVID, but guess what? Let's see if we can suss this out. The symptoms are flu-like symptoms. Hmm. So the symptoms are flu-like symptoms. So a smart person that really was independent and impartial go, okay, if they're flu-like symptoms, how do we determine if they've got the flu or got COVID? How do we determine? That'd be a valid question, true, you can't. PCR testing, does PCR testing accurately test for COVID? Well, let's ask the inventor, which you mentioned there. The inventor says, no, it doesn't, it can't tell. They're using a test that doesn't even determine So the test kit is false. It's an inaccurate test kit. They know it's inaccurate. But if it's inaccurate, why are they using it? Ah, whoops, bust it. Bust it. They know it's inaccurate. They know, you don't trust me? Go and look on the government websites, all the government websites, even have to admit it. So they're testing for something that will show that if you've ever had a flu. Ever had any elements? It'll show up anything. If you test 50,000 people in Victoria like they were doing a day and get only 286 positives, what does that mean? Well, the first question, if you're impartial, you'd ask, Craig, is what's the margin for error? All testing has a margin for error. Margin of error, it would most likely, if you knew what the margin for error was, the margin of error is so fucking high because it doesn't even test what you're looking for, would be well above what the percentage 286 is of 50,000. Therefore, it's not scientific. So once again, when they tell you on the news, 286 people at the height of Victorian lockdowns had um, COVID, uh, hang, hang on that, the test kit the inventor said doesn't work, is not a proper test kit, cross. Flu-like symptoms, where well, you don't know they just got the flu, so it's hard to determine. Um, and it's not scientific because the margin for error, if we knew what it was, would definitely be higher than that percentage, makes sense. Let's add a little bit more to that. Did you know you can be clinically COVID positive even without testing? So are those 286 people they tell you on the news were tested positive today in Victoria you know, a few months ago? Um, did you realize if you test tested, once you test it, list it once as COVID, they'll count you every day for at least another 10 days. So they're not new cases, they're existing cases count again and again. They don't tell you that, do they? They want you to know that. If you're at a party, like there was 20 people at a party in Melbourne, some months ago one person clinically tested as COVID they didn't test the others but they counted the whole other 19 people so they're added into those numbers too if you have a sniffle even Dan Andrews the moron was saying this only two nights ago if you have a cough and cold it's not a cough and cold it's COVID oh yes Dr Dan what the fuck would you know you know really excuse the language but we're in the midst of a global communist takeover that want to forcibly inject your kids with dangerous, deadly vaccines next year and take them from school, if you're allowed, when they're back at school, and put them in quarantine and forcibly do it before they tell you as a parent where your kids are. So if you're upset about me swearing, go fuck yourself because you should be upset about what the agenda is, okay? So I make no apologies for swearing um, because we are in the midst of a very dangerous uh, epidemic and a, and a pandemic, and it's not... not COVID, it's communism, globalist takeover. That is fucking deadly. If you don't believe it, go, go to Victoria and see what it's going to be like over the next few years. Um, some of you are like watching this going, Jamie, I'm in Victoria. <laughs> um, <laughs> get out, leave. I've told you to do that. So the point being, it's not scientific. They they If you have a sniffle cold, they'll list you without testing you as COVID. Did you know this clinically to be COVID? If you bu- come into contact with anyone who has a sniffle, cold or cough, ah. Uh, You'll, you'll be listed as COVID, no testing. Do you see? Are you starting to get a little bit suspicious? What about the death rates? Okay, well let's look at the people that have died. The testing, so all these people, eighty over eighty-five percent of people that get claimed have COVID, no symptoms. How the fuck do you be sick if you have no symptoms? You can't be sick if you have no. If you have no symptoms, you're not sick. That's a lie, right? It's a falsifier. No wonder doctors are going pulling their hair out, going, "This is this is a scam. This is a swindle." People, wake up. The only doctors that aren't are the ones are on the take or too scared of what their other doctor friends might say or they might lose their fucking license for speaking out. You know what I'm saying? That's how rigged and corrupt the world is. Okay, let's look at the death rates. National Health Institute in Italy came out a long time ago, if you didn't know this, when they say a million people have died in the planet. Is that true, yes or no, from COVID? Well, let's check it out. CDC said, uh, National Health Institute said 11% in Italy, only 11% of them didn't have comorbidities and, and died of COVID, but needed more investigation even though it's 11%. There's been more investigation done, it's down to 1.2%. So when you're being lied to, lock down the world, all these people are dying, Italy's now saying only 1.2% of those actually died of COVID. And then what again is COVID? It's a flu. Don't think it's a flu, common cold? Go and look in the medical journals right now. In the medical journals right now, coronaviruses have been around a very long time. The list is common cold or flu. I'm sure they're scrubbing it as we speak because they don't like the truth coming out. Oh, the other question, Craig, we should check out too. Why did the World Bank issue and send around to all these countries, including Australia, in 2017, 2018, 2019, the COVID test kits in mass supply? Tell me again, when did COVID come out?
0: 2019, December.
1: <laughs> yeah, the end of 2019. How come the governments had already had to pre-purchase off the World Bank millions of COVID test kits over the last two or three years have stockpiled them if this was a pandemic and not a pandemic, are they just that intuitive to go oh should we go order them now when this was found out only last month guess what you go to the world bank website that had all that listed they changed the COVID test kits they scrubbed it and called it medical uh, medical kits what are they covering up the evidence to support that this is a pandemic versus a pandemic is overwhelming but let's not believe that because we don't want to believe the big lie, because that means if we accept this truth that we've been lied to, what else have we been lied to about our whole out life? Our whole life is based on one shaky table fill of held up by lies. If we pull one lie down and re- expose it as a lie, the, then all the others start to look very shaky. Makes sense? It's, it's more comfortable living in denial just like many Victorians now, it'll be okay, it'll be okay. No, it's fucking not. Your state is becoming a communist state. You're never gonna have Melbourne back how it was. You're dreaming, you're dreaming. You're living in a communist state and you think you're gonna be let out soon. Sorry, bad news for you. Um, so death rates, 6% CDC, go check out the website. Only 6% of people, they've said this. Now this is interesting because I, you can watch my videos over the last six, eight, nine months. And I accurately predicted that America, I estimate only five, 6% of what they telling you died, died. how they worked work that out? One based on Italy, two based on Russia. Russia's similar population, they only have to 5% of death rates of the US. Why is the US, is in the US poll, it's a politicized virus. So the Democrats, et cetera, are trying to inflate death rates. Okay, it's a part of the scam. Australia, the figure is 9% and needs further investigation. And nearly all Australians, guess the people that have died, so-called COVID, where have they died? aged care homes. Uh, what do you go to aged care homes to do? Sadly, die. Hmm. And they neglect it and pump full of the flu vaccine. Not only were they pumped flu the flu vaccine, which doctors warned in Italy was killing people, and which we know killed people. That's another million dollar challenge I'm putting out, by the way, flu vaccines kill people, get a million dollars, you can prove they don't. Um, so then also the hospital workers in Australia now, the nurses, the doctors have to be injected with the flu vaccine. So you have sick people are shedding the viruses, the flu, around compromised people, compromised immune systems, spreading the flu. But here's how the the fault of the vaccine industry works if you don't know about this. I mean, they're well practices. They're used to killing people and getting away with it. How they do it? So when the flu vaccine kills someone, do you think it gets listed as a death by a flu vaccine? Or do you think it gets covered up? Not only covered up, but listed as, guess what? A flu death. I share this with you for a very important reason. So what they do to cover up in the vaccine industry, when their vaccines kill and injure people, they cover it up, the media covers it up. I can tell you real life stories of this, um, but we won't go into it now, but they will then twist it and say they died of the flu. Or guess what they're gonna do when the COVID vaccine comes out? Hardly anyone dies of COVID? Possibly no one, because I don't even fucking know what it is, right? But the death rates of who have died of it is very low. Lower, if they count the million people they're lying about, it's come out now, last week, had to inadvertently admit it that it's no more deadly than a f- normal flu which i told people that long time ago and people are losing their crap they're, they're losing it because they're how are you jamming your conspiracy theorists no i'm not I'm telling you the fucking truth um to be a conspiracy theorist you have to do a daily ritual craig That's go into your lounge room 6 p.m every day sit down and slump down after a hard day's work uh, struggling to pay off the mortgage because you're a slave to the fucking banks that run the world and you have to watch the 6 p.m news for channel 7 channel 9 and uh, ABC, CNN, Washington you know, Post, all that nonsense and do that daily and accept all the mainstream conspiracy theories and never ask a single question or never demand a single shred of evidence. That's how you become a conspiracy theorist. But when someone highlights an alternative theory, you're got to go to town on them and demand evidence, demand, ask all these questions, prove it, prove it, for an alternative theory, which is based, up in, based upon facts. But on mainstream conspiracy theories, The same person that doesn't ask a single question or shred of evidence believes exactly what Channel 7 tells them. They're like fucking robots, mind-proclaimed robots. They're human slaves. They're slaves to the banking system. Um, They can't think for themselves. So they're the people that get upset when I highlight these facts, okay? Making sense? Mm. So there was another point I was going to lead up to. It'll come back to me in a moment. But is that enough evidence already just to ask those (laughs) questions? We're going to see... I think there's something not quite right about what's going on here. Now, why are we doing lockdowns? That's another thing. Even WHO has come out and said lockdowns don't. You know, there's some good people in WHO. They're fighting the, the corrupt factions, saying what, lockdowns don't work, not necessary. Uh, there's also the other studies too. They've had of people uh, with so so-called COVID and have done studies to put them around other people. Not one person surrounded in a closed environment of people that supposedly had COVID have caught COVID off them. So they come out originally told us it was infectious that made all the headlines around the world. It was easily transferable. Uh, But when it come out proof that it's not, you don't hear that in the mainstream media, do you? So mainstream media is not news. Mainstream Chinese citizens find this amusing. Chinese citizens know their news is propaganda. What they can't figure out is how come Americans and Australians and these so-called Western smart people think their news is fucking news. When it's, it's propaganda. And until we get that through our head, we're being lied to. Oh, no, they would never lie to us. Well, they're telling you a million people died and even on that death rate, it's no more than the flu. If we jot it down to the 6% or less that actually really died, it's a pretty mild flu. And we've committed economic suicide. What's the death rate of suicides in versus the people who have died of supposedly of COVID in Melbourne? I can tell you now the suicide rates are higher than the real death rate of COVID. That's crimes against humanity. Want to know some other things you want to think, don't think this is a fraud? come bill gates funded studies so that where they deliberately overdose patients in hospital with hydroxychloroquine so to try and make it out that hydroxychloroquine is dangerous because they can't have an alternative to the vaccines if there's an alternative treatment that works such as hydroxychloroquine and zinc which works um, then they can't push their vaccines through under emergency powers without proper testing that's why they have to discredit hydroxychloroquine why they've banned it being used. This is the power of the drug companies. They've had politicians ban it from being used around the world when it can save lives. Not only that they, they deliberately gave them six to 12 times the overdosage in hospital and did the study on killing people on it so they could show it's dangerous. They're doing this still to this day in Brazil. You know what else what they did? Could cause murder to get the death rates up in New York. Death rates are high in New York. Anyone coming into hospital, they said, oh, you have COVID. They can't be talking test for COVID. They are perfectly fine. They just had some... Whatever it was, something minor. They put them on a ventilator. Guess what happened to them? Die. Dead. Ventilators: seven out of ten people put on a ventilator die. It's a death machine. Not, have no, it adds no value for anyone in COVID anyhow. But guess why? Wouldn't you would to it to know before you you admitted your uh, daughter, son, mother, you know, family member to a hospital in the US that if they put you on an, on a Ventilator and kill you with the ventilator that they get $39,000 US dollar payment by listing as COVID death? Wouldn't you want to know before you put your elderly in an aged care home in Australia, they get $59,000 grants to help deal with COVID? So every patient that dies of COVID, they get a $59,000 grant. Wouldn't you want to know that stuff? Because we know incentivizations. Why do you think there's incentives in, in companies, bonuses, and perform, incentives change human behavior, true? So if you own an aged care home and listed as COVID death, you get $59,000 in a US hospital, 39000 if they put on a ventilator. How many people have been murdered to put up the falsified death rate of this coronavirus? That's crimes against humanity. The scam that Gates is trying to pull off in bed with Soros and Clinton and the Chinese, the Democrats have sold us out to China. Don't want to get political. I'm sorry if you like fucking sleepy, creepy Joe fucking Biden but you might want to stop watching the fucking news if you do and wake the fuck up because we are in the midst of a global coup and victoria has already been taken over by this globalist coup and the we are in a dangerous point. and why are they why are we stretching ahead going oh shit there was x amount of people caught COVID today and one death i mean or five deaths or there's a second wave coming if you believe that nonsense you're a disservice to humanity and you're going to be a disgrace to your children and grandchildren. I'm sorry to be harsh but you will all be judged by history and what did you do in 2020? If you watched the idiot box and you bought those lies of coronavirus and still buying those lies there's so much evidence you're a disservice to humanity stop wasting our oxygen on this planet and cornflakes and leave the planet or wake up. You're either on the side there's a force for good trying to stand up and expose this fraud or you're with the enemy. There's no line down the middle. If you worry what your friends are going to think if you speak out about hey I think COVID's a fraud and worry what your friends think. Get new fucking friends, grow some balls, be a man, be a woman, you know, be a good human being. Being easily manipulated and lied to and, and believe these fraudsters means you're a lesser human and you deserve to be treated as a lesser human because that's what they're going to treat you as, as a guinea pig. You're going to be locked away like a sheep and they're gonna, you're going to be a slave. That's the future you'll have to look forward to for your kids and grandkids, if you don't wake up to this massive fraud that's going on right before our eyes right now. Can I say it any more clear, Craig? That's enough evidence there for people to go and do their research.
0: Yeah, I think uh, you, you summed it up very well. And as I say to people, if you're going to put a million-dollar a million dollar challenge up and, you know, you've got the Gateses and the big farmers of the world that have got billions, but they're not taking up that challenge themselves. Um, in, in just personal experience, I often say to people, look, if you go and get a vasectomy, it's, you're given a 99% chance of that working. You've got a better chance of survival with COVID, but you don't go and have a vasectomy and then use other forms of contraception. Like, you know, that's, if your children, if your children... You wouldn't be an
1: idiot, Craig, true.
0: <laughs> your children... Um, If they got 99.9% on, you know, a university score, you're celebrating them. You're not putting them in a a state of fear and saying, don't uh, worry about it. But just um, on another slight point, and sometimes you can be, you know, just... Not, totally unaware. Um, like for a, a good example, I went to Africa a couple of years ago, um, and I was travelling around, and there was signs of China everywhere. There was infrastructure being built absolutely everywhere, and I said, "What's going on here?" And the, the colleague of mine said, "Look, China's built us an airport. They've built us new roads. They've built us this. They've built us that. They've built us this." And I said, "Well, wow, that seems like a good deal. Like just on the surface, it just seemed like a good deal." Um, but then he goes, "It's not. They own us now. They can turn our electricity off. They can do this. They can." do this they are actually own us and we have and we have in being uh, been signed by our premier in victoria at the moment a deal which is equivalent of that the belt and road deal which at the time two years ago i didn't think two things of it but the way you get sold some of these strong city network deals belt and road deals they make it sound all you know nice and fluffy and they're doing a good job for you but if you look Below the surface, they're not.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's a very good point to highlight what's going on. See, I've got to admit, I was pro-China before COVID came out. Uh, I was you know, about to complete you know, a couple of years ago a very big investment deal with China in Vanuatu to build you know, resorts and theme parks, etc. Um, But after seeing what's happened with COVID and, and, and studying this and seeing that Gates and uh, WHO and all them are in bed with China and the Democrats have sold America out, and that's why they hate Trump, remember. You know, whether, and this is what I say to people, I don't like to be political, but we've got to, you know, but we've got to get over personality politics is the first thing, just cause you don't like Trump's hairstyle or his personality. I mean, really, you're not a child, you're an adult now, we need to vote, you're either, you know, he's the best we've got defending our human freedoms. And you think sleepy, creepy Joe Biden and the Democrats, the communist, you know, doing bed with the communist China, um, they're dangerous. Uh, I mean that side of politics is what I call crony capitalism. They beat up on capitalism like capitalism. Yeah, I know capitalism is not perfect, but I don't think capitalism is a problem in the world that we should have that's what people are young people are oh, let's have socialism and you know, which is a nice sounding word for communism let's face it. Um, and we should have that. And, you know what it's not capitalisms a problem. it's crony capitalism is a problem. What's crony capitalism? Well that Clinton and Al Gore, Al Gore comes up with a scam global warming theory to rape and pillage taxpayers' money. So well, crony capitalists want to take a taxpayer's money by defrauding the government. Bill Gates, crony capitalists, has taking tens of billions, assuming hundreds of billions of dollars from the world governments for a, a falsified pandemic. Uh, it's an easy way to get rich, but Dan Andrews, crony capitalist, he's getting millions of dollars into his bank accounts right now from China and bribes, etc. Jamie, you can't say that. He could sue you. Sue me, Dan Andrews. Jacinda Hearn, same thing, big payments into a bank account to sell New Zealand out to China. Oh, she's a really nice lady, nice smile. She's a closet communist. She's not even a closet communist. She's an outright communist. So I say to people, if you want to live in socialism, communism, go to fucking China and move out of our country because we're not a communist country. So One Belt, One Road has been a way to take over the world with China's powers. And China is quite smart. Western politicians, many of them, have never worked a day in their life. So they're easily bribed. They're crony capitalists. They're crony capitalists are pretty close to communists. Same sort of mentality. They don't know how to make money, don't know how to go out in the private sector and build a business like we've had to go out and add value to society. They're all about taking money off the government, which is our money. It's ripping off, defrauding, just like the COVID scam. Um, So... It's a danger we have to be aware of. That's why, and then if you mentioned strong cities network and resilient cities, people are going, how come Melbourne so oppressive in lockdown? Which is, it really damaged. You know, it used to be the most livable city. I'd like to see what the ranking is of Melbourne for this year, um, the most livable city to the most unlivable city on the planet. Um, now, so despite all this overwhelming evidence of what the, what's happened in Melbourne, people are like, oh no, it'll come back to normal. Just another few more weeks. Dan let us out. Still about a virus. And some people there thinking Dan done a good fucking job. I mean. My God, no wonder aliens won't fucking abduct, abduct us from this planet and save us, because they're too fucking stupid. They'd be like, no fucking way am I going there. I might catch something called stupidity. That's the biggest disease. So yes, I'm all for vaccines. And they bring out a vaccine for stupidity because a lot of fucking stupid people that would take it. I mean, it's embarrassing for humanity and it's uh, how irrational humans can be, but it's because they don't know how to think. They don't know how to see bullshit. They just argue to defend what they've been told all their life because to lose that, that that's not true. Their life has all this massive uncertainty, emotional distress. They can't fucking deal with that. It's they rather live a fucking lie and live their life, a life based on a lie or they won't speak out because it might hurt their business or they won't speak out because they might affect their career. Gutless really. I can understand why they're peer pressured that way. But if everyone's like that, nothing changes. See, I'm, to become part of the millionaire club, you don't want to rock the boat. Or then become a billionaire, don't want to rock the boat because you've got a big brand. You fetch your business. Well, see, I did rock the boat back in 2013 and they fucked my businesses. But they character assassinated me. But they should have assassinated me because it didn't shut me up. You see, you just speak out. If you're worried about what's going to, it's going to hurt your business or whatever, you're, what do you stand for? It just shows you that you're willing to, you know, not speak the truth and help save the country or save the world because you're worried what other people might think of you i mean when your kids judge you and grandkids in the future and history judges you if you come from that space we're all going to be judged dan andrews is going to be judged dan andrews and i said this and um 2gb ben fordham had a go at me trying and suggest i was inciting violence which was nonsense i said ben i said dan andrews is going to have to flee victoria when he's no longer premier because it won't be safe for him to walk down the streets i mean that's not inciting violence, that's just predicting or commentating on the truth, is that true? Six million Victorians and most of them I would punch his face in if they see him, true? That's not inciting violence, it's just knowing how Victorians feel. The guy's destroyed their state. 450,000 Victorians already leaving or planning to leave. I estimate that that's according to the Australian Fin Review. I think that will get up to a million people. Victoria is gonna become a failed fascist surveillance police state, sad. Um, that battle's been lost for now. We need to save the rest of Australia and the rest of the world. So China, you've got to understand this. Do you want a Chinese to future? They're in bed with the tech companies, Democrats, Gates, etc. One world government, they've been planning this for a long time and they want China to take over. China loves it because you don't think it's a China takeover. Look in Melbourne, CCT footage from China, all the tracking social systems that they use in China has been implemented in Melbourne as in during the lockdowns, 20 planes a night flying in. Everywhere you'll see CCTV footage set up in Melbourne surveillance state. Chinese are setting it up. Uh, that's why we have the Strong Cities Network, the Resilient Police, privatised police force. If you don't know about that, go and do your homework. Operating within Melbourne already uh, is a chosen city, um, meaning that they can circumnavigate our national police laws and, and national sovereignty, and they're now in charge. It's a, set up by the Rockefeller Institute. Uh, you know, Bill Gates' dad was friends with the Rockefellers. Um, you know, it's, it's all this elitist cabal families around the world that are, are trying to shape the world in their new world, one world agenda. And, and uh, if people don't believe this, they're just going to start doing some research because it's already going on. Uh, you, you know, you're only now allowed to go 25 kilometres from your house in Victoria, You used to only be five kilometres for the last three months. If people Victorians just start thinking, are they going to get out soon? You know, they're going to get out of um, jail soon. They're going to lock down again and again. Victorians are never going to get away from lockdowns unless we win this battle. So, yeah, China, one belt, one road, debt trap. Um, China's very smart. They play a long game. Uh, Western politicians are very weak, very easily corrupted, play a short game, and we're lambs to slaughter.
0: Mm. And just on just on ANR news expansion and uh, what you're doing like it, it, you know to stand up like you do as a pretty powerful voice it, as you mentioned it isn't good for business often you have already been down one uh, rabbit hole in politics and you mentioned that you were crucified there how do you see and, and do you want to just explain what you're doing with your new tv network?
1: Yeah, sure. So something to know, I mentioned AustralianNationalReview.com. Go check it out, ANRNews.com. You know, either those URLs. It's a not-for-profit news site. We started two thousand thirteen to to highlight the the propaganda and news to expose government corruption. So of course they come after me. Um, we had a you know up to a million readers in the early days in a single month, more than Australian Financial Review. Um, but the traffic, you know, they destroyed our site, pulled it all down. You know, took us off Facebook, but. You know, we rebuilt it back on Facebook, et cetera. So probably they still censor our stuff. But despite that, I mean, last month, there was 2 million people watching my videos. Um, no marketing, just raw footage. And it's not even, you know, so we're turning that into a show, McIntyre Report, which launches in April, a professional news broadcast show. And then we're expanding. So I think Sky News, uh, similar to that, OAN in America uh, is done very well. So eventually will grow out to a 24-hour news channel. um RT today, you know, is done very well. So we really want to compete uh, and highlight, just be a news channel that speaks the truth. We have no elite editorial control um, and it's a, it will be a network for the people, by the people. So we have a lot of citizen journalism. That's a future trend. Why would you want to trust some news reporter that's paid $100,000 a year or less to read a script that's pushed to you by the Rockefellers and, you know, the global elite to tell you, you know, what, what, what the news is when it's not news? Um, when we can have citizen journalists, there's so many people around the world today. Everyone can be a journalist. You've got an iPhone and somewhere in the world, like we get Intel and footage sent through of things on the ground uh, or articles that are written by uh, people that you can trust. Um, So citizen journalism is going to become very big. So we'll start off. So you can follow that. If people want to follow that or support that, we're up against multi 1000000000 dollars funded um, foreign media companies. Australia is in a difficult position because it didn't invest in its independent media. So there's... There's no platform other than Sky News that's defending the business community. Um, there's very little there's news that's defending the everyday Australian. And we'll be a global news network. So we have 30% of our followers already from America. Uh, then obviously other parts of the world and about a third a third of our followers are from Australia. Um, so um, we're very excited about that. A lot of hosts and ex-Sky News, political correspondents and other hosts coming to us. And uh, so it'll be a platform for, um, to speak the truth and to educate people about what's going on in the world. So, of course, we're going to be uh, labelled a conspiracy theory channel, but I think the mainstream media already have the monopoly on conspiracy theories. So there's no room there, even if we wanted to do conspiracy theories, because they're already doing them all. Um, but we will be destroying the conspiracy theories uh, with facts that mainstream media push out there um, yep. on yep. their nightly news. So. So uh, anrnews.com uh, is the quickest way to get there. That. That's a the news site and the uh, channel, the 24-hour news channel will be also run
0: off that news site. And will that hit mainstream TV or will it be more like a ticker TV style? It, model? It,
1: yeah, ticker TV style to start with. And then uh, we will look our OAN in America is on uh, some cable networks and community channels. So we'll look at going out as we produce
0: more content
1: and build it up to be listed on cable, some cable networks overseas and, um, and, uh, and community channels as well.
0: Mm. And you've done business, just before I ask the last question, you've done business with the likes of the Tony Robbinses of the world, the Donald Trump, you've had Donald Trump, d- done business with him. Do you see people like that even getting involved in your network?
1: Oh, absolutely. OON is done very well because Trump um, takes questions from OON, uh, American Online News, um, reporter in the, in the White House. Because he's having some issues with Fox News that so you know Fox News is being you know somewhat difficult because Fox News is being pulled more left stream because James Murdoch and Rupert will die eventually. And then and James Murdoch is wanting Fox News to become a left-wing media, which would be dangerous because the rest of the news is left-wing media. You know, as much as we don't like Murdoch on vaccinations, Murdoch's the only one supporting conservative news in the world, um, pretty much. So I uh, and so Trump supports that. We expect Trump will support Australian National Review when we put reporters in the White House. Um, to ask questions, um, you know, because he supports independent media. He's the one that called out mainstream media's fake news, remember, in 2016, which was probably the death bell of of media. Um, Facebook, and uh, when Trump wins in November, Facebook and Twitter and uh, et cetera are going to get their backsides smacked, and so they should for the censoring and uh, support of extreme left-wing nutcase media. Um, we just can't have that. Same with ABC in Australia. ABC should be defunded until it can prove it's impartial, uh, prove your impartiality because you're meant to represent Australian taxpayers, not left-wing nutcases. Um, you, know, not, you know, this is the funny thing. I don't get you know not to be offensive to left-wing nutcases, but uh, they're the ones that are easily offended by anything in society because they created political correctness. Once again, was designed to censor people. Political correctness isn't about being correct; it's about censorship. Um, people need to toughen up if they're too easily offended what it's going to happen when they take your children and forcibly vaccinate them if you're offended by a few words um that's the world that's coming so what i don't get as extreme left is they're meant to be against war yet they support warmongers in clinton's hillary clinton etc they voted for her they're not they're meant to be anti-capitalist anti-wealthy billionaires. yet they support inadvertently they don't realize black lives matter is a scam run by george soros um you know, Bill Gates is behind the coronavirus scam, as is Soros. a global warming scam, other billionaires, such as Al Gore, etc. You know, they support they, su- they support the very people they say they don't support. Does it make sense? Because they don't know, they're manipulated into supporting something they would never agree to if they awoken to the facts. So we really need to have to wake people up. The truth is what should count. That's all that matters. And how come it's taken to narrow the 21st century for us to launch a network that will speak the truth. Should have happened a long time ago and we would have had, wouldn't have had these world problems that we have today. The truth will set us free, um, the lies will bury us.
0: Yeah, and just my last question, which probably led in from that, so you read my mind, which I think uh, 2020 has, you know, I don't like using, you know, the biblical people say the Great Awakening and um, the political people are referred to it as the Great Reset, um, but I do believe more than any time in my 40 years of, you know, being a critical thinker, a common sense human, uh, that people are starting to ask more questions um, we need to wake people up at a quicker rate but what do you see moving forward from a, a good uh, humanitarian point of view
1: oh, I'm excited I mean obviously we've got to highlight the problems and the fear of if we don't deal with them what that's going to be like but on the other side of this people got to realize because a lot of people feel hopeless they feel like well, what can we do individually like about this you've got to the first step you know quickly what you have to do is one be aware. Be awake, because if you're asleep and buying the lies, you're a disservice to humanity. So you have to become awake and go go and do your research, do your homework, okay? Um, proper homework. Because once you're awake, then guess what? Second step is you're gonna help other people awaken. You're not by jamming stuff down the throat, but by just talking about it and again, encourage them to go and do their own research because they've got to discover it themselves. So that's step number two, help other people get awake. But that's awareness is the first step to change. If we wanna have the world, each of us in the world achieve its full potential. On the other side of this, when we get rid of the cabal, the criminal network, the globalists, that are trying to push this COVID scam and trying to introduce totalism and Chinese communism around the world. Once we overcome that and rid the the criminals, the the corrupt politicians from our systems and clean them out, we bring in a new political system that's planned, a new financial system that's underway right now, the banks are signing up to this new financial system. where that way we can stop the central bankers, the one world central bankers, and the, you know, the US Federal Reserve, which is a private banking group of elite bankers, which I wrote about in my book 20 years ago, remember? was considered a conspiracy theory back then, but now we know that all these theories are actually real. Um, so that was skimming the system. That's why we was slaves to the banks. It doesn't have to be that way. Once they're gone now, Trump's getting, doing a good job getting rid of a lot of them. So the system will work quite well because the system will be for the people. There won't be all this debt in the world. People won't be loaded up to all this debt. Then we have a political system that's coming in that represents the people. We'll have, imagine how many the cures already exist to cancer and all these diseases that are suppressed by the big medical cartel. They'll be gone. So all these will rise to the top so people will be healthier. Um, There was all the campaigning of, of the lies about, food that isn't healthy. So people would naturally become healthy. People get in touch with their their purpose and be able to pursue careers that are dear to their heart and add value and make the world a better place. We'll take, we'll have a compassionate compassionate capitalist society. We're not gonna have socialism or communism because has it ever worked? If someone can find, I'll give a million dollars to someone who can find me anywhere that's worked ever in human history, okay? I'll give you a million dollars, especially socialists. They're good at taking other people's money. Okay, (laughs) I'd love that. but they can't find a single example where it's worked successful. Compassionate capitalist society. Capitalism isn't perfect, but get rid of the crony capitalists, and you'll find it's actually much better, but with a compassionate element. Um, no one should live, live with poverty, with plenty of resources. So the world can be an amazing place and spiritually evolved to where it's meant to be, okay? Then we're going to find out a lot about our history as humans, not from a religious perspective, but from how we got to this planet who put us here? Where's the rest of us at that sort of stuff that's about to come out. Okay. So people have to get well educated about the facts to be able to handle these things. There's going to, your whole world, once you realize a lot of the things you've been told is a lie, you need to be able to be in a mind state where you can handle the truth. There's also a lot of dark side that's going to come out of people unaware of the pedophilia and the pedophiles that run the world and the satanic cult. You know, we have to, go through that trauma, people have to go through that trauma of recognising that and seeing that and dealing with that and getting rid of that and locking those people up to heal, to come out and heal. And another side of that is a more loving, caring humanity uh, that's run by people that deeply care. So I'm very excited about the future. So step three, step one is become aware. Step two is help other people become aware. Often that's enough to create the change. You've got to also realise you're not alone. There's a whole army that's a force for good. So you say, what can I do individually? Individually, you can do a lot. Collectively. So by no one person can change the country or change the world by themselves. Makes sense? So yes, you're right when people think I can't do it. What can I possibly do? Collectively, though, we can. We need you awake. We need you aware. We need you being courageous and brave and speaking the truth and living the truth. If you're doing that, you're you're on the army. You're either with us, the force of good, or you're against us. And you don't want to be against this because we. this is going into war. Does it make sense? You're either on the side as a force for good, for the force for greater humanity, or you're living a lie or in bed with the corrupt criminals. And you know where they're going. Most of them are going to jail. Some of them aren't going to make it to jail. they wish they got to jail for what's going to happen to them. Does it make sense? We are going into a war. People need to toughen up and the truth will protect you. The lies will see you buried. The lies will bury humanity and walk us off a cliff. So what's the matter if you don't wake up? Our entire humanity counts on you as an individual to wake up, to know the truth and walk in that truth. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot they can do. I'll share more in a video that I'll do shortly. I promise to do like eight steps of things that people can do, but that's three or four steps there to get people started. Does that make sense, Craig?
0: Yeah. And uh, I want to thank you for taking the time and, and yeah, you are, yeah, one of the handful of people that are out there really, you know, pushing back against the establishment and uh, speaking the truth and backing it up with evidence, whereas you never see the evidence in the mainstream media, you always just hear opinion. Um, so I want to thank you and I want to congratulate you for your new ANR expansion and uh, look forward to seeing some more positivity in the world and, um, yeah, look, uh, interesting times and uh, hopefully Hopefully Trump wins and cleans it all up and we can all move forward.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He needs our support. You know, as I said, it's not about politics. I don't care if you hate Trump. I've done business with Trump before. I didn't particularly like him at the time. But I'm big enough to be an adult, to so go, um, you're either in the bed with the criminals, you know, or you're in, in the force for good in the army, and that's important. So I can get I can deal with his hairstyle, his personality, um, but I know He's, uh, he's doing the best he can. He needs our support, especially American support, to finish this job and clean out that swamp. But it's not just him. We've got to do it in all our countries. He's not coming to the rescue of Australia. Uh, we have to rescue Australia ourselves. We have to put the good people in place in political systems, et cetera, financial systems. So that's all what we're working on. Join the army, be a force for good. That's what you're here sent here for. Um, don't waste that trip to planet Earth um, by being watching the idiot box and being lied to or by a bunch of
0: criminals. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Jamie. Well, I hope you got a lot of value out of that episode. It's certainly a head spinner if you've been sitting in front of the mainstream TV every night for the last 12 months because that was a polar opposite conversation to that. But the most important thing is Jamie dives deep into the below the surface, provides facts, figures, and some real context to each of his arguments, and he'll back it up with a million dollar challenge. So um, I found that quite an insightful conversation, and there's so many different 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 elements to this current economic uh, calamity. Uh, if you like the episode, please make sure that you share it with your friends. You give us reviews because it's so important for podcast hosts to be able to get great guests um, to provide incredible value. So please make sure that you do that. If you haven't got a copy of my book, you've got one shot. Head across to my website. Just simply my name at, at craigschultz.com. You'll find all sorts of free resources on there, work-life vision books, lots of content, lots of interviews of amazing people. It's all about, helping people live with passion and purpose. As I always say to people, you've got one shot at life, give it your best shot, whatever that is for you. My name's Craig Schultz and I'm the host of the One Shot Movement podcast.